You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that fix didn't take Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share. Let your family and friends know what's happening on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. Don't forget that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone. Love someone, serve someone. You be the difference you want to see in the world today. It is finally SEC kickoff eve. Uh, A long time coming. The longest, weirdest, strangest uh, off-season we've ever had. And it only gets stranger day by day. Uh, But the good news is that we'll finally have SEC football which means the Alabama Crimson Tide will be taking the field on tomorrow. I want to invite you to be a part of today's uh, pre-SEC 2020 season kickoff by calling 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business. So give us a call. Interact with us. Let us know what you got going on, what's on your mind Going to have a lot of great topics for you to interact with. And if you're tuning in via Facebook Live or uh, you can post your thoughts and comments there. And don't forget, if you have to be up and at them and out and about today to download the Tide 109 app and take us with you wherever you go. we got a great show lined up for you. We're going to be talking about key matchups with uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide versus Missouri, key matchups within the game, keys to victory within the game. Going to have a uh, looking forward to a deal, no deal segment where we uh, talk about the things we're looking forward to. And then, of course, Joe's going to ask me a couple questions. Uh, Would I take the deal or not? Uh, And we'll, we'll talk about those things as well. And then we'll take a trip around the SEC looking at the key matchups for week one. Uh, We'll talk about who we have for uh, our score prediction when it comes to the SEC, the Alabama Crimson Tide. So stay tuned. We'd love for you to be a part of the program. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing great this morning, Martin. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well, man. It's uh, it's Friday, which means that – before we get into the Alabama and SEC conversation, uh, we got a big week of uh, SEC high school football uh, in West Alabama. Uh, what, what are we going to be uh, able to tune into tonight uh, and hear about from uh, Friday Night Lights as far as high school coverage? Well, we're starting our high school coverage at 6 o'clock, right after uh, Ryan Fowler signs off this evening. It'll be Friday Night Lights with Kerry uh, Clark and Jacob Harrison. They'll go from 6 to 9, and from 9 to 10, we'll be running a title talk with James Ludeman, and 10 to 11, Captain Ray will be doing a, a, his last call this evening to run down all the scoreboard and all, all everything, all the action from tonight's uh, high school games. Did did is did I hear you say there's something between the nine and ten o'clock uh, kickoff a new show getting going? 
Yeah, we're starting title talk with James Ludeman. Uh, I didn't want to kick it to ESPN for just an hour when we can hang out and talk about Alabama football and talk about the high school action and everything else that's going around in town. So James Ludeman will hang out in that hour and give you title talk. All right. Well, you can be the beat reporter for your high school. Uh, and uh, Joe does a great job of getting the team out to the high school games. But if they're not out there, or if they are, and you want to keep uh, uh, everyone up, especially if you have, like, grandparents and family and friends that want to know what's going on with the game, you can give one call to 205-342-9904, give an update um, for Friday Night Lights uh, or Title Talk, and they will get the scores out for your family and friends. And if they missed it, that entire update during the game, they can stay tuned for a last call with Captain Ray. Uh, so from 6 to pretty much 11 o'clock, it is high school football, Alabama football, uh, and football from around the nation right here on your home for Alabama sports. Uh, which, which big games you going to? I know I know we, we, we're already looking forward to uh, Mr. Horn being out there with us out at Gordo uh, in Northridge uh, as we travel out to reform to play them. Um, we, we're going to have to disappoint Mr. Horn uh, tonight. Well, I'm sending Bryant out to Gordo and Northridge out to see you guys. So, uh, kind of that's the that's basically the matchup of the week. Two undefeated teams. Uh, I'll be going to Sipsy Valley and Brookwood, where one team will get their first win of the season. We've got a. Yeah, it is a big deal. Yeah, we've got Central and Paul Bryant. Uh, Central Central is hosting Bryant. Uh, we're going to be at, at Sullivan and Hale County. And Tuscaloosa Academy, I believe, is hosting Escambia Academy. Uh, so we'll be at five games tonight. We've had five of our 13 area schools are on by this week. So a little bit of a lighter week. All right. Well, uh, we, we want to invite you to come out. Uh, and support your local high school team. Uh, and if you can't and you want to stay in the know of what's going on, make sure you're tuned to this station, Tide 109. Uh, Friday Night Lights, 6 to 9, title talk from uh, 9 to 10, and last call from 10 to 11. And it's the same number you can always use, 205-342-9904. All right, uh, Joe, a uh, couple quick things we'll do. Looking forward to and deal, no deal in the second segment. Just a couple uh, quick questions I got for you. When you're looking at looking at this this game, um, game within the game is always key when you're uh, talking about uh, any sport. Uh, what do you see uh, as one of the biggest matchups uh, potential in this game? Oh, biggest matchup for this game. Um, I'm I, I'm going to say with the. Uh... Yeah, I'll say that Alabama's front seven against Missouri's uh, kind of versatile running attack. I think that Eli Drinkwitz is going to try to implement all kinds of running, uh, running, running game attacks for uh, against Alabama to try to slow the game down and keep the Alabama offense off the field. So it's going to be up to the Alabama front seven to read their keys and to uh, fill the right fill the right holes. And you know, not you can't get two 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 hats in one gap and open up a open up a big gap for a big run for Missouri. So. I'm I'm looking forward to see what our front seven does against uh, their offensive front. Uh, any in any game you go into, I'm always probably if you ever li- if you listen to the Martin Houston show consistently, I'm probably going to figure out a way to have uh, the the front line, the line of scrimmage uh, as a part of the key matchup. Uh, but for this week, it's definitely a key matchup as. Uh, Coach Drinkwitz, he's been able – think about what he did at Appalachian State. He made that program competitive in a lot of big games against superior opponents. Joe, when you really break it down, uh, Appalachian State, they didn't necessarily win all of those games, but they always, always made it interesting, at least early, uh, if they didn't have enough to go down down the stretch. So, no doubt, the, the running game, uh, uh, part of what he was known for at Appalachian State – being creative in the running game, being able to create some different angles and opportunities. He doesn't use the doesn't use the option, um, you know, like like a lot of teams. But he still figures out ways to make the defense uh, have to play responsibility, gap responsibility. So the front line, front seven, uh, their discipline will absolutely be key uh, to what happens in terms of the game. 
Also, if you flip it to the other side, I think Alabama's offensive line and their ability to dominate uh, Missouri will be a key component, key matchup in the game in terms of Alabama being able to establish dominance at the line of scrimmage, whether it be in the running game, uh, being able to open up holes for Najee Harris and company, or being able to build a secure pocket for uh, Mac Jones and the other quarterbacks as they get in the game. Another key matchup I'd like to get your thoughts on is I look I look at it and go, where could Missouri potentially cause some problems? Where where could where could things go haywire and all of a sudden Missouri has made this thing interesting? I don't think Missouri is going to beat Alabama, but uh, I think that if things go bad in this particular area, especially since we don't know who the quarterback's going to be uh, as far as, you know, he's, he's kind of playing it close to the vest with his quarterback, unless he named someone last night. Uh, you, you're kind of looking at it from the standpoint of uh, the opportunity to take advantage of Alabama's defensive backfield. That young defensive backfield, uh, if I was going against this team, that's where I would focus in on Joe to see if I can create some confusion in the back end. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that uh, if if Drinkwitz can find one of the quarterbacks that he's planning on putting in there, uh, I think he's pretty much been open about playing uh, one, two, uh, two or more, two or more quarterbacks. Uh, that I, I think that if one of them ends up having a good game, then you know Missouri can keep it within twenty. Yeah, keep it within fourteen. Like I said, put, I'm not. I'm not predicting uh, that 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 key matchup is going to make the game uh, close enough that they may have a chance to win. Uh, but for those of us who may have been involved in contests and in games, uh, to me, that's their only hope for messing up all of us who pick Alabama to cover the spread of twenty eight and a half. Is if, if they get a get some maybe some big chunk plays and explosive plays because of our young secondary maybe making some mistakes early. We're going to go ahead and get the break here. A couple more uh, key matchups uh, that we'd like to, uh, to get to as well. Uh, and, and a couple other things to talk about in terms of the key matchups. And then we'll transition to looking forward to Deal No Deal. You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Todd 100.9. And I want to remind you that we're able to do this each and every day because we have great sponsors and if you're interested in promoting your business, growing your business, and being highlighted on the home for Alabama sports and uh, being involved with uh, a radio show and a, a station that allows you to be promoted at a high level, then you need to send me an email at martin at martinhouston.org. That's martin at martinhouston.org, and I can get you the rates on what it takes for you to be a part of the Martin Houston Show and on Tide 100.9. Come back on the other side. We'll continue this conversation. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a light drizzle this morning, so please be careful. No active wrecks and traffic looking good, so let's keep it that way. And if you see conditions, of course, give us a call. 205-886-8886. It's the fall saving spectacular that's going on now at Townsend Nissan. Get top dollar for your trade today. I'm Captain Ray. Morning clouds giving way to a partly sunny sky this afternoon. Only a small chance of a shower. Most places will be dry behind 78. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 65. And a warm day tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Feeling good. Hey, feeling good. Like I should. When in Durbo, walk around the neighborhood. Feeling blessed. Never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday bed. 
a better day despite the challenge All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance I just say whatever cause there is no way you're round Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay And nothing works, you feel surrounded Gotta give your feet some gravity to get you grounded Keep good things inside your ears just like the waves and sound it And just say whatever cause there is no way you're grounded Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be, be fine It's okay Alright, I apologize for that technical difficulty as we've uh, been moving okay. right along, right along uh, here okay. on the Mark Houston Show. Uh, we've transitioned to doing this from my home like studio, I so I apologize for uh, the dead air guy. But, uh, Joe, as I was talking to you there, um, uh, we didn't mention this in the first quarter. Uh, we want to make sure that we highlight and uh, make fun of the Pac-12 uh, or... Uh, the second half of the Big Ten, the little sister, as they have decided to play football uh, again. Not surprised by that decision because what did we say? The moment the Big Ten came out with their decision, you and I both said that uh, it would just be a matter of time um, that that the Pac-12 joins in. So uh, thoughts uh, in terms of the Pac-12 jumping into uh, the college football world and uh, still expecting to fully participate in the college football playoffs. All right. But uh, undoubtedly, like I said, we're, we're, experiencing some technical technical difficulties, so I'll continue to uh, take things from... The, the, let me tell you why the Pac-12 is doing this. Uh, you may or may not know this. They may not get into the college football playoffs, uh, and I don't know if they care if they get into the college football playoffs this year. Uh, they've been left out several times anyway. Um, when you look at what's going on with them, listen, last year... There was a $66 million payout uh, for the different schools uh, that participated uh, in the, the, the Power Five. So whether they play in the college football playoffs or not, they get big money. So that's why they're getting back into it. Uh, a huge hit um, in terms of everything happening there. So that's, that's why they're playing football. It's, it's a money thing. Uh, it's amazing to me how they're trying to pretend like, oh, all of a sudden now we have testing and the medical is not as big a deal. They need the money and they realize they made a mistake. And so with that said, they uh, have simply jumped back into the college football playoffs. Only going to be playing seven games, talking about the Pac-12. But it doesn't surprise me at all. Let's go ahead and get to Pat, who's been patiently waiting on the phone. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Good morning. First off, I just wanted to uh, wish Simi in a very good ball game, and that uh, hopefully y'all can go over there and know. Uh, hey, if a quarterback's coming to Tuscaloosa, hey, oh, don't hurt him. Hey, if he's going somewhere else, go get him. Oh, I'm just joking uh, about that. But I do wish Simi in a very good ball game and that uh, hopefully uh, the running back coach can do an excellent job again. And uh, and uh, But, hey, I want to say that I think our front seven is where it's going to be and that, uh, we, that we have two freshmen that I'm very interested in seeing how 
Oh, Anderson and our, our, our Texas gunslinger goes after that quarterback. Oh, what do you think? Well, I, I think that, you know, when you're looking at what's going to be keys, I, I definitely think uh, the outside linebacker, the pass rush is going to be important uh, in terms of being able to create, you know, some chaos. The worst thing you can do is that a young team or a, a team that shouldn't play with you stay in the game. And I think the best way to do that is for them to have some explosive plays. But most of the time, explosive plays take a little bit of time to develop. So if we're not able to create a pass rush, then I think that's going to create an opportunity for them to have big time play. And don't forget, we didn't talk about this, uh, Joe, but Damon Hazleton, uh, they had a grad transfer uh, from Virginia Tech. This guy, he's a legit number one receiver, uh, and he'll be going against, you know, if they can create matchups, uh, Josh Job and company, if he they can create a matchup where he can get away from Patrick Sertain, he may be able to create some big-time plays. And so it'll be important for Will Anderson and company to get some pressure on whoever uh, the quarterback is. So uh, anything else on that, Pat? No, I just wanted to tell you that uh, I appreciate you. And uh, it's a shame we can't have a little X factor this morning. Uh, have a blessed day, okay? You too. Thank you, sir. All right. A quick fallback question, comment from Curtis Lewis. I'd love to get your thoughts on this, Joe. We were talking about key matchups uh, and keys to the to victory. He said, uh, if I was coaching, I would attack our linebackers from sideline to sideline because it's our weakest um, – Talk area. Uh, I think that's a little shot at Pete Golding uh, in terms of the linebacker coach as well as our defensive coordinator. And this is a good point. I want to see how stable Moses is. Uh, I, one of my keys to victory was the play of Dylan Moses. Yeah, I think that it is going to be interesting to, uh, I mean, attack the linebacker sideline to sideline. I think that Moses will be just fine, and I, I have actually confidence in our linebacking unit. I know that there's a lot of question marks with it. Will Moses come back strong, and can Harris kind of take a next step, and McMillan coming back strong, and the freshman outside linebackers? But I, I kind of feel confident in that area. My, my biggest concern is the secondary, the safeties, whether they're going to be able to fill the fill the right holes in the run game and, and come up and make some tackles and, and, and diagnose the offense as far as uh, when they run play action pass and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think this is a lot from a linebacker standpoint, uh, talent wise. Uh, it's been a while since I felt com this confident uh, about our linebackers, you know, at, at least into the rotation uh, especially the first first couple of guys in terms of the inside guys. I feel really, really good about Dylan Moses. But to Curtis's point, I would test Dylan early. I'd, check, uh, I'd have him check uh, some change of direction routes. Uh, I'd have him have to cover, uh, try to create some matchups where he has to cover that linebacker on a, on a wide swing route or maybe even a wheel route to see if he can run turn, change directions, but I would try to take advantage of that. Hey, let's quickly get a couple deal-no-deal deal, uh, questions in. We'll get the break, come back on the other side. We'll look at uh, what we're looking forward to seeing on uh, tomorrow as Alabama takes on Missouri. All right, Martin, deal or no deal, and this bleeds right into what we were talking about. Dylan Moses will lead the team in tackles tomorrow. I, if, he's, if he doesn't, I'll be disappointed. I think that for, for a couple reasons, not just Dylan Moses' ability. Uh, Joe, I think that because of that front line, I think DJ Dale's return, I think uh, Iboigby, uh, LeBron Ray, is going to create a situation where they can't just release guys up to the linebackers. Uh, I think that part, Joe, may make our linebackers look better right off the bat. You know, last year you had a young D.J. Dale, then an injured D.J. Dale, and you had a Christian Barmore who was inconsistent. Uh, and, of course, the, I didn't even mention Christian Barmore. If he's in the game, if he's in the game and uh, good, good enough to play, then he's a uh, havoc creator on the front line as well. I think Brian Young. And they say Tim Smith. We hadn't talked a lot about him. 
say he is a a a, a lot to move and a lot to deal with, uh, an athletic uh, nose tackle. So I think those guys will make it a lot easier for Dylan uh, to read, uh, react, scrape off, and make a lot of tackles. So I'm going to say deal. Dylan Moses leads the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, in tackles. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say say that he has somewhere between 12 to 15 of those. Well, I think that would make all of the Alabama Crimson Tide fans pretty happy to see him come back and have a strong game. Deal or no deal, Mac Jones will put himself into the Heisman race after this weekend's game. I, I don't know if he'll get into the conversation, but I will say that he plays well enough. If that makes sense, he plays well enough to be in the conversation. Uh, the last time we saw Mac Jones, he had three touchdowns, 327 yards uh, against uh, a Michigan defense. Not as good as some of the Michigan defenses of old, but probably in the top three or four defenses we played against last year. Uh, he had plenty of time to get ready for that game, and he's had plenty of time to get ready for this game. Of course, uh, new defensive coaches at Missouri, so the scheme may be a little different, but I think that Mac Jones uh, plays well enough uh, to to be in that conversation uh, in terms of um, he'll have an, a highlight game opportunity that a lot of people get to watch him and see him play, and I just think the number of weapons he had has at his disposal will cause him to begin the process, if that makes sense. Uh, that people start going, okay, it wasn't a fluke. Matt Jones at four starts uh, comes off into his red shirt junior year and plays well enough that, hey, we may need to look at this guy and consider him as part of the conversation. Not going to take the deal that he's directly into it, but he plays well enough that those who are, are, are making that conversation begin to reach back and say, okay, here's somebody that, that may be on the Heisman uh, watch list. Excellent. Deal or no deal, Martin. Uh, after this weekend's game, the name we talk about on Monday will not be Najee Harris, but Trey Sanders. Woo! I, I think <laughs> I think Najee's going to have a great game, but uh, I I think it that you, you one of the looking forward to. I would say that. Um, would you say that that's probably one of the players that the Alabama uh, fans are looking forward to Early. seeing the most. I, I think Trey Sanders is one of those guys that if you were to do a poll, take uh, 100 Alabama fans and put on there, who are you looking forward to seeing the most? Uh, he would definitely be w one of the top candidates uh, for that. So I will say he will be a part of the conversation uh, on Monday not meaning Najee had a bad game, but that uh, Alabama fans love to get excited about the next guy up. So Trey Sanders' deal will be a big part of the conversation on Monday with what he's able to do in terms of the uh, Alabama versus Mizzou game. All right, one more, Martin. I got you right here. Deal or no deal, Christian Barmore will play given his little knee ailment that he apparently has. Oh, man. I'm 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 going to say deal, uh, uh, and I'm saying deal because I'm hoping to see him come out uh, and start. Uh, didn't feel confident after the way Nick Saban was talking about him, uh, but maybe Pete Golding giving him a butt chewing as they that I've heard coming out of the the complex, and Nick Saban pretty much uh, calling him out on national television in in the new Zoom digital world in terms of him not given the proper effort, I'm going to say deal. Christian Barmore plays, but uh, we will not see the true impact of what Christian Barmore will have as he gets completely healthy. All right. That wraps up uh, this edition of Deal No Deal. Uh, Dylan Moses leading the team in tackles. Mac Jones, not in the conversation quite yet, but plays well enough to, to, to start catching some eyes. Trey Sanders is... Uh, going to be a, a bright spot for Alabama on Saturday. And, of course, Christian Barmore uh, wreaks a little havoc in his limited playing time. Come back on the other side. We will have a looking forward to uh, edition uh, in the second half of the Martin Houston Show. Tell us what you're looking forward to. You can call us at 205-342-9904, the Taco Casa hotline, open for business. 
or you can post your thoughts uh, on Facebook. I'm looking forward to you complete that statement up next right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a light drizzle this morning, so please be careful. No active wrecks and traffic looking good, so let's keep it that way. And if you see conditions, of course, give us a call. 205-886-8886. It's the fall saving spectacular that's going on now at Townsend Nissan. Get top dollar for your trade today. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. That's right, we're back live with the Houston Show, kicking off the second half of the Friday edition of the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Man, I'm so excited about football. Cannot believe. Oh, yeah. I know they've been playing for the last two weeks, but real football starts this week as the SEC starts uh, their jaunt toward yet another title for the league. Who's going to represent? Well, some people saying it's going to be Alabama out of the West and the Florida Gators out of the East. We will... Uh, talk about that in the fourth quarter as we jaunt around the SEC. Speaking of jaunting around the SEC, congratulations to Mr. Jeremy Pruitt. Two-year extension, $400,000 uh, pay raise. Jeremy Pruitt, what's your thoughts? Jeremy Pruitt, is he the next hot thing in the East? And will he not necessarily win the East, Joe, but will he have impact on who actually gets that title in terms of what he's able to produce on the field? Yeah, I think that it's a good move for Tennessee to lock him up now because he's been building, he's been building. It's just time to get some results on the field. They they finished the year off, what, they finished with six, seven, eight wins in a row? Six Uh, wins in a row. They did not lose after the uh, game against Alabama. Um, they, They are undefeated since that time. And I'm going to tell you what I think changed that team, Joe. And a lot of people don't want to hear this because it doesn't fit into the the soft uh, nature of our our society today. But when he when he got on to his quarterback, when he made that bonehead play against Alabama and changed the play on his own, and coach went off on him, uh, I think it got their, their uh, team's attention that none of us are above team. 
that we don't make plays here that put us above our team. We 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 work hard together and we do what we're we're called to do uh, and we stick to the process and the plan. And since that time, that seem they just seem like a better team. And I know some people may disagree with that, but I think that moment was critical to what happened in terms of the rest of Jeremy Pruitt's season because to me they were floundering uh, at that time, but they seemed to, after that moment, from the rest of that game and then into the next week, they just built on that and got better and better and began to believe. Yeah, and I got a, I got a Tennessee buddy who uh... – <laughs> he's been dying to have some success up there, so maybe maybe Pruitt will will be the answer. And I mean, they're just keeping it rolling right now. With it. they've already got a pretty uh, pretty highly rated class of twenty twenty one coming in, so he's on the right track. He's definitely on the right track. And of course, I, I told it a few weeks back when I hosted the Kevin Turner tournament. Uh, it was a couple Tennessee guys on there, and they told me, uh, Joe, look out. This is the year that Alabama loses to Tennessee. And I was like, do you really think that Tennessee is ready to take down Alabama? You know what their response was? What was it? They were like, uh, no, but it's 2020. <laughs> so, and 2020 has been the year of craziness. So they, they literally, these two guys were literally saying, hey, listen. Look at the craziness of what has happened in 2020. This just may be the year that we take down the Crimson Tide. I said, well, you you're, you may be right, but I'm not jumping on that bandwagon yet. But once again, uh, Tennessee currently with the second longest win streak in the SEC at six games, uh, following, of course, LSU, who went on a great run uh, last year. So without a doubt, Jeremy Pruitt uh, earning that. Now the question is, can he get over the hump? And I think he plays a key role. He he gets a win against either Florida or Georgia, and I think whichever team loses to him also is a team that loses uh, the East. Maybe he gets one of those victories, and, and I'm not ready to say which one it is just yet. We got Chuck from Monroe calling in. Chuck, you in with the Martin Houston Show? What's on your mind, man? Uh, good morning, guys. On this on this Friday, uh, I know you're all excited about the uh, about the start of the uh, season tomorrow. Uh, for, for your your fellow uh, Crimson Tide, uh, yeah. Uh, while we're on that subject, uh, yeah, I was uh, you know, had just mixed it in, but uh, I was thinking about uh, this. You know, this week, uh, you know, uh, Deion Sanders was named uh, head coach at uh, Jackson State, and you know, he had the big, you know, no one prime time he had the parade and everything, but yeah, uh, <laughs> those in his speech when he started talking about uh, what he wanted to attract to the school, he said, "I wanted to attract." Uh, he said, "He said." I need some dogs. He was saying all that. Kind of, I need some dogs and all that kind of stuff. But uh, but the thing about it, somebody say, I'll tell you, you don't have to go to Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and, and put Alabama's name in it. But uh, you know what? I love that. You know, I love even people like that. You know, people always think Alabama used to uh, rely upon the four and five stars. And no, Coach Staten would be the first to tell you, I don't like those stars. I just want somebody. He don't care what city or, 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 or town you come from. You know, I, don't, I could take a one star, a zero star. If you come in to work, he said, "That's all I care about. I don't, I don't care about all those stars." You know, he's coming in. Uh, you know, he's trying to say, "Hey, look, you come to the HBCU as a four and five star." And, and but, uh, but when he started talking about bringing up Alabama, I know they all want to bring up Alabama's name. I said, "But Alabama doesn't rely just upon uh, four and five stars." I told a radio show, a talk show show in uh, New Orleans that last night. Yeah, well, Chuck, I think the, the key to the stars is that most of those guys have stars because they're super, super good athletes. So, yeah, even yeah. though he doesn't care about the stars, and he's proven that with several of the commitments he Nick Saban has gotten this year in terms of some three stars, I think Coach Saban, um, his, his goal is to find a fit. Uh, but if you can find a fit from a guy who has five stars, versus a fit from a guy who has two, uh, then you tend to go with that guy. But I, I think Nick Saban starts with fit first. He just so happens he's able to attract and find, you know, four and five stars that fit. Uh, I think that Dion is brilliant in what he's doing. Uh, you know, think about what Nate Oates has done in basketball. And, Joe, I, I'd like to get your thoughts on this as well. Nate Oates in basketball, attracting some of the guys that he's attracting – 
yeah. in times past have been told, hey, those guys aren't going to come to Alabama. You're wasting your time. They're not going to come to Alabama. Well, okay, let them tell me no. Make, and, and sales Chuck always tell people, don't spend someone else's money. Let them spend it. Don't don't ever close a sale before the client closes the sale because you never know what you present, how it may make them choose you, even though there may be more features and functionalities at the other one. There may be something about the relationship. There may be something about one specific thing you offer that's most important to them. And right now, yeah. uh, Deion Sanders, I think, is is brilliant. Uh, there, there's oh, yeah. a social injustice movement going on in, in terms of yeah. uh, not the organization of Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives Mattering in terms of uh, pride, taking pride in your community and in your race. Exactly. And exactly. So he, he's brilliant by saying, hey, consider us. The number one recruit, in one of the, I think he's number one overall, has chosen an HBC school in basketball, uh, something that's never happened. So uh, yeah, Deion Sanders is brilliant, brilliant in, in his approach. So uh, make the players tell him no. And I, when I was being recruited, I, I, a couple teams came, colleges came, uh, and everyone thought that I was going to Alabama Auburn. And a couple of the smaller schools said, I tell you what, let me ha- let me talk to Martin and let him tell me no. And, and that's what yeah. they did. And they stayed in, in the process. I didn't choose them, but uh, they stayed in the process uh, of my recruitment uh, down the road. Uh, you, you, bring, you bring a lot of this. people like you need to go and lecture to, to a lot of young people know how to they know that process, that know how, to, how it goes. And, uh, yeah, you, you bring a lot to the table, uh, Brother Houston. Well, well, you know, Chuck, now uh, <laughs> the, the NFL – they're finding you wherever you're at now. You know, it's so much easier than it used to be. And it's not just the big boys. Of course, if you're good and you're at the big boy school, then that doesn't hurt your chances. But if you're a legit player, uh, you can be one of the top guys uh, and get an opportunity to play at the next level. Thanks, Chuck. I appreciate that conversation, sir. That. You got anything else for us? Uh, that's, that's it for now. And, uh, you all have a nice weekend, and I know you. I know you're gonna be tied up into the Alabama Missouri game. I'm going to tune in myself. All right, I'm gonna tune in, no doubt. Thanks, Chuck. Call back anytime. All right, all right. You all tell you have a nice weekend. You too. All right, let's go ahead and get the break here. We're coming back. We'll combine. Looking forward to and around the SEC in the fourth quarter. What are you looking forward to seeing on tomorrow when the Alabama Crimson Tide rolls out? Is it Trey Sanders? Is it when Bryce Young runs out? Or is it to see how good this defense is? What are you looking forward to? We'll talk about that as well as make a jaunt around the SEC up next on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Alabama 171 between mile markers 6 and 7. A vehicle has left the roadway. We have first responders on the scene. Everything else moving pretty well. Just do drive carefully. It's the month-end countdown, and we're ready to deal. Get top dollar for your trade today at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good morning. COVID-19 ravaged the University of Alabama campus when classes resumed. But UA President Dr. Stuart Bell is confident campus protocols are the reason there have been fewer than 50 cases over the last week. Only nine students are currently in isolation. White House Coronavirus Task Force member Dr. Deborah Burks calling for Governor Ivey to extend her mandatory facial protection order. It's set to expire early next month. Keep up with local news at TuscaloosaThread.com. I'm Don Hurtley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. 
Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, Martin, you're hot. And th- it's the fourth quarter edition of the Martin Houston Show on this Friday eve of the return of SEC football to the 2020 crazy mixed-up world, but it's finally here. Alabama takes on Mizzou, 6 o'clock. I know you'll be ready and looking forward to it, but what will you be looking forward to the most? Curtis Lewis said, I'm looking forward to seeing fluid defensive sets, not not static ones like last year. I think that he will get his wish. I think the addition of Dylan Moses being back, uh, being a more mature, uh, developed play caller, as well as uh, a year of static, I mean, not static, but year of growth from the defensive line, not having all those freshmen, having guys that have had a lot of time to learn a lot more. I think we'll see more uh, more coverages, more packages, more alignments, more shifts, more stunts and twists from the Alabama defense than we did last year. Uh, Joe, if, if I had to tell you, what are you looking forward to uh, the most as Alabama takes on Missouri? I'm looking forward to seeing if Patrick Sertain can uh, keep up, you know, can take that next step and hopefully get an interception and, you know, make a big play for Alabama. All right. I'm looking forward to seeing one of the areas is the defensive backfield uh, in terms of whether or not they're able to gel as a unit, uh, bringing in five guys. Of course, Patrick Sertain is clearly the, the leader there, but being in that corner, many times he's on an island. So who's going to be the guy that takes the Xavier McKinney role? Who's going to be the Xavier McKinney of the secondary? Looking forward to seeing that. Another area you may not have thought much about, man, you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing the kicker, the Field goal kicker, Riker, in his return. And I'm looking forward to seeing the punter. Hopefully I won't see him much, but I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the punter and see if we have a punting game that we can depend on if we're in a tight game and need to flip the field. So special teams is one of the areas that I'm really looking forward to. And then, of course, you can quickly throw out there uh, looking forward to seeing Matt Jones, of course, in terms of what he's doing. But – But how will they use Jalen Waddle? How will Sark use Jalen Waddle? To me, Jalen Waddle is one of the more exciting players in college football. Uh, He reminds me a lot of David Plummer, one of my former teammates, in terms of what all he brings to the game from a special team standpoint, from a receiving standpoint, and what he can do with his legs. Uh, So we'll see him even incorporated potentially into the running game. There's a lot to look forward to because it's been so long since the last time we saw this team as they did not make it to the college football playoffs, no spring practice, uh, and then uh, not even a real fall camp. Uh, So we're all looking forward to seeing a lot, and we could probably list that out and have a whole show just dedicated to that. But most of all, looking forward to seeing what those kickers are able to do. All right, real quick, Joe, let's make our way around the SEC uh, you can tell me who you got winning and whether they cover the spread or not. First up, Mississippi State versus LSU, uh, minus 16 and a half. Uh, who you got? All right. Um, once again, let me let me get back on to, to that. I'll just take over from here. Mississippi State versus LSU, minus 16 and a half in terms of the game. I got... This one is kind of a tough one. Um, LSU wins the game. I don't think that part's tough, but I'm not sure if the Pirate doesn't create some excitement there and keep it close. So I'm going to say LSU wins Mississippi State uh, covers maybe. 
Uh, then we got Kentucky at Auburn, uh, seven and a half. Uh, I think that's moved up to ten and a half uh, on some polls. But either way, I think Kentucky gives Auburn a really, really good game. Um, I was part of a prediction show yesterday where I said Auburn covers. I'm, I'm rethinking that a little bit as the number 23 Kentucky returns like 20 starters from last year's team and one of those being their starting quarterback. Kentucky makes it interesting uh, down on the plains, but the voodoo of Auburn wins out. You got Georgia at Arkansas. Easy, easy pick there. Georgia uh, takes care of business over Arkansas. But will Arkansas cover? Nah, not likely uh, as Coach Pittman goes against his former team in his first game and uh, falls hard as the Razorbacks just not ready to compete in the SEC, especially against the elite. Florida and Ole Miss, probably one of the more intriguing games of the day. As you look at that particular team, you have the Florida Gators minus 14 and a half. Uh, Ole Miss being led by Lane Kiffin, uh, the charmed one. The guy just seems to fall into a good opportunity. Is Ole Miss a good opportunity? If you've had the path of coaching that Lane Kiffin has, absolutely. Uh, Florida wins the game. Ole Miss makes it interesting. Uh, but late, I think uh, Florida may cover on the spread. Uh, then Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, no matchup there. Uh, but do not be surprised with Texas A&M losing uh, their first and second receiver uh, that Kellen Mond in that offense does not come out and just run up and down on the field against Vanderbilt. Texas A&M wins the game, but Vanderbilt covers. And then last but definitely not least, uh, Let's get Joe and his prediction. Uh, Joe, uh, when it comes to this Alabama versus uh, the Missouri team, Alabama, 27.5 point uh, favorite, or 28.5, I'm sorry, uh, just according to when you look at the most recent polls. Do, does the Alabama Crimson Tide cover, in your opinion? Easily, very easily. Yeah. yeah do you think the COVID even uh, puts this potential where the, it could be one of those – 35-40 point type of wins just because Nick Saban has to get his team ready to play uh, in case somebody goes down with COVID. Oh, sure. I mean, I think we're going to play the whole the whole four quarters, you know. Nick Saban murder ball, all four quarters. Yeah, you know, he's he's usually pretty pretty nice and gentle on the other coaches, unlike Spurrier, who would say it's the other team's responsibility to stop my team, not mine. Uh, I think Tomorrow, we may see a little bit of Alabama not just throwing it deep when they're up by four touchdowns, but running the offense, getting the second, third uh, team quarterback uh, ready to play. Don't even be surprised if there's not a fourth guy uh, that gets onto the field uh, with Alabama uh, running away with it with an opportunity to play. I have Alabama covering versus Missouri. Uh, I have my player of the game. Uh, that I think it's, I think Mac Jones is going to play well enough uh, and, and spread it out well enough that he gets uh, my vote for player of the game. On Monday, we'll have the good, the bad, and the ugly from the game. So make sure you're watching for those things, the good, bad, and ugly. Also watch for your players of the game, offensively and defensively, who you're going to talk about on Monday. Man, it is here. Next time I sign on, it'll be Alabama 1-0. Missouri 0 and 1. You listen to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. Remember this trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. Roll Tide, Joe, have a great weekend, and go, Jags! Take down the Bordeaux Greenway. Thank you. 